Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Sharpest Tool, where we take the sting out of marketing. My name is Josh Smith. I am the Vice President of Marketing here for Home Services over at Scorpion. And I have the pleasure of welcoming back into uh, what I've officially dubbed the virtual booth. <laughs> I'm welcoming back a Don Speiser, who uh, is the founder and CEO of 911 Restoration, a disaster restoration franchise ranked among some of the top franchises in the United States by Entrepreneur. In addition to running one of the fastest growing franchises in the country, he's a sought after speaker, a thought leader in business and marketing innovations, a firm believer in personal development's growth to help you achieve business success, and the founder of Get Out of the Truck, an online community that supports business owners in the home services industry. So, Idan, a big, big Sharpest Tool welcome to come back to the podcast. Thanks for having thank me. You. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to be here again. Yeah. You know, in our first episode together, you touched on the importance of vision and purpose in business and how those contribute to a consumer-focused attitude. You've even written books <laughs> instructing others on how they could do it too. So you've got a lot of amazing insight, even talking off the air here that you could give people. So let's start here, just kind of a little bit of a recap. How do you align vision and purpose in a business? So first of all, you need to align it within yourself. This is where it's all started because as a leader, if your vision is not really connected to who you are, and this is not, I think we need to embody our vision. Right. So, for example, be the first start. I breathe it. I live this. What excites me yeah. in the morning. So when you as a leader, first of all, you need to spend time with yourself and really connect to what, where do you want to be? Who do you want to become? Why it's important to you? Right. And once you're super clear, then bring your team. Right. So one of the things that we did, I worked on our vision with our team. Right. So I wanted to hear their voices. I want to see what they think about it, how they connect to it. Right. Because it's it's not, I don't want, I don't want a vision to be mine. I want the vision to have a life of itself. Right. And now it's all of us as an organization, we want to make that into reality. Right. So start with you as a leader and then bring your team as a part of the process of kind of crystallizing the vision, right? Because you want your team to be part of it. You don't want to be the only one who believe it. And it's super important that is really true and real to who you are as a leader. And I think that will, because when you walk into your office and you make decisions that are aligned with the vision and mission of a company, now everybody around you will say, okay, this is, we're serious about it. Mm -hmm. We really have something that we're trying to make happen as an organization. So I think this is a key if you really want people to buy in and be a part of it. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about alignment specifically. Like, let's dive into that nugget a little bit deeper. What does yeah. alignment mean to you? So on a personal side, right, on, on my me as he done, it's my mind, my emotion, my body, I'm aligned, right? Many times when we go through a stressful time, you know, your mind is like going a thousand miles an hour. You have so many mm. thoughts. Your body is tired because you just had a, a you know heavy lunch or something, mm -hmm. and then your emotion is just in a whack, right? Yeah. You, you feel good, you feel bad, you're confused, you don't know what's going to happen. You're tired and you try to make decision. So yeah. being aligned is really getting yourself to my body, my emotion, my mind. They're all okay. I'm here, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not being pulled to so many different directions. Yeah. Now take the same thing to the business, right? My marketing is pulling to the right. My customer service go to the left, right? My sales teams are annoying with the marketing team. So everybody's trying to pull in a different direction. So once I get myself aligned 
and I get my other leaders, my other executive yeah. company, I want them to be aligned as well. I want them to be clear. I want them to be present when they are working yeah. with the rest of the team. And that will bleed into everything else. We yeah. are conscious of it. Yeah, I love that you're placing such an attention and focusing on on yourself first. I think oftentimes, some of it's natural for us to just point the finger at all the other problems or other people that we think are aiding the problem versus first taking a bit of a self-reflection internally. You, know, you think about it this way, when you're on an airplane and the plane's going down, what do they say? Do you take the oxygen mask and put it on the person next to you? No, they don't. They say, put it on yourself first, because if you can't help your, if you're not solid, you can't help anybody else properly. And I, I love that analogy. You know, in respect to brand, I want to dive into brand a little bit, the brand of 911 Restoration. I saw on the website that uh, 911 Restoration and its team are dedicated to living a fresh start attitude. Tell me a bit about that. So the fresh start attitude is really, we broke it down to 10 statements, right? So be the positive in every negative, support the team, be a leader through support. So this is 10 statements that if we embody them, we will bleed that attitude of yeah. I'm being there to support you. I need to grow because I want my team to grow. I need my team to be inspired, so I need to be inspired, right? Yeah. So we're going back to empowering every person in the company, and we know that once you're in power, everybody around you will kind of get that sense, get that feeling as well. So it's really, are you fit for service? right? When you go out there to work with somebody that go through a disaster, right? A water damage or fire, are you really present to be there for him and support him? Yeah. Because many, many times we will be walking to somebody's house that went through a disaster and in our back of our mind, you know, we're thinking about our employees and our cash flow and collection and what, everything that's going wrong. And we bring that chaos, right? Because it's all there with you, with your essence. And you walk into somebody's house that just went through a disaster. So instead of bringing more yeah. kind of calmness and, and alignment, you bring more chaos. Mm -hmm. So when I see somebody speak with the homeowner that just went through a disaster, and as they speak, he answered the phone and take care of another job. It's like, okay, this is not okay because they just went through a disaster. Yeah. And you need to understand that our job as a company, as people, is to service them, mm -hmm. is to be there for them. First of all, for the person, then for the structure, then for the house itself, right? Yeah. So many, many times when, when we walk into you know, a house with a mom with two or three kids, mm -hmm. and she's all over the place, and the kids now are confused, my goal was like, okay, let me help them see the positive in it. Let mm -hmm. me help them. Let me get them aligned right? Yeah. So she can feed her kids, take them to school, and then we'll take care of everything else. So the first start attitude is, first of all, put yourself in that mindset. So you have this attitude of servicing people in front mm -hmm. of you. You can be present. And then everything else just falls into place. Everything becomes so much easier. Yeah. It's harder because you're not in alignment. This is why it's hard to make decision and everything is confusing and you feel like there's a thousand things happening at the same time. It's just because your body, your mind, your emotions, they're all one big mess. Mm -hmm. Right? So Yeah. You know that that authenticity, I think, that you're getting at of being really customer centric. I think you know, we were talking before the show about getting into kind of like psychodynamics and things that are really interesting and inspiring to you, which I want to ask you that in a minute. But it, it, what comes to my mind is, you know. 
I'm sure you've read probably Dale Carnegie's book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And I think that's so essential for business owners. If there's one book that you want to read, pick up every year and read, it's this one. There's an idea in there, a principle, fundamental principle of human interaction that people are by nature self-interested. And so if you think about your techs, your employees, yourself, your customers, Everybody is thinking about what they have going on. But the people that make the biggest impact in your life at any given moment are the ones that they sacrifice that in themselves to be focused on you. And so when you do that with your customers, it sends a message that's completely different. And all, all it takes is, hey, I'm going to focus on you right now in the moment. Forget everything I have going on. And that's, that's such a difficult thing for some people to learn how to do is to be actively attentive and present in that moment to the situation at hand. And so that's totally what it made me think of. And I'm not sure if that's what you've found to be really successful and integral to your success. Absolutely. Absolutely. Look, I mean, most people want to be heard. Yeah. Right? Most people feel that nobody is listening to me. Mm. Right? Most of the time when you're talking to people, you can see the other person is not really listening to you, just waiting for you to finish so you can say what you want to say. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but we sense it as people. So mm. when we actually get to speak with somebody that is really there for us and is really listening to us, you know, immediately we feel good. Yeah. Right. Because we don't get it. Even with our husbands and with our kids and, you know, in our day to day with our own family, a lot of people feel like, oh, then they're never hearing me. They're not li listen to what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying it. So just be the person that listen. Yeah. Really listen. And when you really listen, you don't need to sell anything mm -hmm. because people will tell you exactly what they want. Yeah. Is that simple? <laughs> you just respond to that. Yeah. You know, so obviously, nine one one restoration is a franchise. You've franchised yeah. into a number of states in the United States. Uh, how do you build company and culture and that kind of teamwork aspect in a franchise setting? Have you found that to be challenging, and how have you overcome that? Yeah, yeah. It's definitely, it's it's a challenge. Most of my time. I'm thinking, how can we create content? How can we create designs? How can we create communications mm -hmm. to be one of our franchisees to get them to adopt that fresh start attitude? We talk about it in training. We have sessions that we talk about the brand and the importance of, of, of a brand and what really a brand stands for. We even put it on, on, on our technician shirts, right? So we have the, the sentences of our statements. Right, because we want to bring that conversation. So my goal is for the technician to go to the to the business owner and ask him, "What's the be the fresh start is all about? What are we doing as an organization?" And get them to have those conversations. So part of the training that we do is we preparing them and working with them hmm. on how they're telling the be the fresh start story. Right, what they going to change in their day to day to really embody the fresh start idea. We're sending them videos every week, sometimes on a daily basis, right? It's part mm -hmm. of the leads that they're getting with the ideas about the brand and what is important and what we yeah. stand for. So this is like a constant, I call it brain, I will brainwash you into the be the first time. <laughs> <laughs> what, so, <laughs> a lot of that, I, I imagine too, is getting the right right people on the bus, right? Getting the right people in the organization that embody that. Um, tell me a bit about your hiring process. What's what's that look like? So we, we, we pay a lot of attention. I mean, internally, 
within our office, right? So we're paying a lot of attention to the people attitude. So it's no much, it's not so much about of what do you know? It's a lot more about your attitude, mm. right? If we see that you are, you have the kind of growth mindset type of attitude, then you're going to be a, a great fit because we're expecting you to evolve, right? Yeah. And we want to create that space. And when we're bringing in new franchisees, a lot of our marketing, a lot of the messages are triggered to, you know, helping the community be the mm -hmm. first start. So we are tracking people that are more aligned with that culture, right? So instead of talking everywhere, this is how much money you can make, right? That That is important as well. Don't get me wrong. But I, you're going to make more money when you're aligned with your vision than just chasing money. Yeah. And we're super clear about that, right? So if a national account sent us a, a job and it's a small job, right? $500 or $300 sometime, we keep reminding our franchisees is not about the size of the job. It's about we are there as a business to provide our client with a fresh start. So it doesn't matter if it's $200 a job or it's $50,000 job. First of all, we need to provide them with a fresh start. Yeah. And that will lead to everything else. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, Adon, you, you coach and instruct hundreds of people on how to better themselves and their businesses. And I think we're diving into some of those tones right here on this podcast, which is awesome. Tell me about the difference in your focus on personal development and how it's made into your own, like how it's made you successful as a business owner. And, and what I'm kind of specifically curious about, like, what do you see in business owners that causes you to be like, you know what, we have to make a change here, business owners, and why it made you want to go into this personal development and coaching aspect? Because I realized that it's not so much what we want to have in life. It's so much more of who we want to become, mm. contribution that we want to make. Yeah. I think that really brings such a sense of fulfillment. Yeah. And the success will follow. The first part of my career when I was all about, okay, I need to make money, I need to make money, I need to make money. You know, I worked hard and I worked 24-7 and it was, yeah. And it doesn't matter how hard I worked, I always got to the same place of how much money I made. Mm. Right? So I worked seven days a week and I work, I, I work, yeah. I killed myself because I was chasing something that I want to have. Mm -hmm. And that really woke me up and like, okay, this, this is something wrong here with this game. The way I'm playing it is wrong because I'm exhausting myself. Yeah. I'm not happy with what I'm doing. I'm working all the time. I'm getting into more businesses, but I'm always going back to the same level of income. Yeah. Right? I'm a little bit better, but I'm going back. And then I, then I start, then I heard the sentence that says, okay, <laughs> before you're trying to figure out the world outside of you, try to figure out the world inside of you. Mm. And that took me on a whole new journey. Yeah. And I got into self-awareness and meditation mm. and to figure out what's going on here. Yeah. Right? And then I start seeing a lot of the limited beliefs that I have. Mm. And when I really face them, I didn't run away from them. I faced them. Now, it's not an easy process. But when you put a light on a limited belief, it's dissolved. It's get transformed. And suddenly I'm seeing, okay, I'm not working harder and I'm making a lot more money. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really, I'm putting, I'm putting meaningful relationship and adding value at the core of what I do, hmm. right? So it's not about how much money that person can make is, can I build a meaningful business with that person? Hmm. Can we really be aligned on the vision and mission, right? 
Can we have the same thrive to become a better person that we can contribute more? Yeah. And once my focus went there, the growth, that was it's unbelievable, the amount of growth. So when you chase something, you're just really pushing it further away from you. <laughs> I love that. And I love the introspection piece that you have here. From a practical standpoint, what were some of the channels, avenues, videos, teachers, books, things that made an impact that help you expand that self-awareness? Like, where's a good place for a business owner to start? So the best way to start that you're not getting lost is who do you want to become? Mm. Right? It's really sitting, spending a day or hours or whatever it is, who you want to become. You, you want to become a person of value. You want to become a person of, of what, right? Yeah. If you look at yourself 10 years from today, who do you want to see, right? Mm. Who is the person that you want to become that your kid will say, I'm so proud of my dad, mm -hmm. right? So if you really get there and you say, okay, this is the person that I want to become, right? That means that I need to communicate better. I need to be more open. I need to be more vulnerable. I need to be better with whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Now start nurturing yourself. So if you want to be a better communicator, mm -hmm. start reading books and listening to videos or whatever you can to become yeah. a better communicator, right? So start nurturing yourself, learning new information, be playful with it start doing things that will get you closer to the person you want to become. So that way you're clear of why you're doing what you're doing. And, and listen, it, it's all, you can always change it because some of the time people ask me, so today I need to decide who I want to become. I say, you need to decide for today. Maybe <laughs> it's months from today, once you go through this journey and you say, you know what? Now I'm seeing that I want to become that person. That's fine. But you have a direction that now you're nurturing yourself yeah. through that, right? So. I went through meditations. I read book about psychologies. I read book about dream analysis, right? So mm. I went really deep in, by the same time, if I want to improve my sales skills, right? I didn't wait for the next course to be available. I basically took a massive action and I bought any book that I can about sales. I found mm. any videos that I can find about sales. And every day I woke up earlier and I spend, you know, half an hour to an hour every day, every day, every day. Yeah. That way you can see a transformation. That's so you can get so much better, much faster, right? Yeah. Because one, one of the privileges that we have, right? People that work in the field, people that work for a company is you can learn something new and then trial it really fast, mm -hmm. right? So I can grab a book, write one chapter, go to my next yeah. meeting and try it. Mm -hmm. So you keep optimizing the process while you're learning new information. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things I, I love to do too with that, you know, just another point, and it, I think you've hit on a few of these tones too, is I love to take a look at a book. And obviously, if you're going to invest in yourself in some way, if you don't take one thing away, like if you're listening to this podcast and you're listening to a Don talk right now and you don't take one thing away, go back to your business, make a change, and you shouldn't be listening to a podcast. It's useless. That information up here, but not out here is, is useless to you. But I, I think it's so interesting to take any kind of concept, or as I'm reading a book, I'll often take the book and I'll see, how does it apply to me personally? How does it apply to my team? How does it apply to my business? And how does it apply to my industry? And so looking at it from a couple different angles can often give you a grander picture of how it will potentially impact and affect your life and really the success that you're going to have. So I find that to be a pretty helpful thing to do. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Tell me a bit about any particular event over the course of your business success 
that you realized you needed to make a personal change in order to achieve some business goal. Let's just get real real here. Yeah, what, yeah. what did it feel like? And tell me a bit about that experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I always wanted to be the guy in the background, right? I didn't like to sit and have meeting with a lot of people. I wanted to keep my meeting one-on-one most of the time. I was really super shy, closed off. I was always the guy in the background. I had great ideas, but I always need to make sure that I have the people that will meet with the people and <laughs> translate the ideas. I wanted to be in my office on the drawing board, coming up with the ideas and then tell it to one guy and he needs to push it out, right? Mm. At one point it hit me and it's like, okay, it's not translating well. And if this is the person that I need to become, I cannot just keep meeting with one person at a time. Like my plan of where I want to be, the person that I, that I want to become, like I have to, I have to step out of this fear. Like I have to break that fear and going from meeting just one person at a time and selling myself the idea that I need to be the idea guy and be in the back office all the time that I need to start moving to the front mm. now, because it's at one point, like I woke up, like it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. My keeping myself comfortable Right. This is how I like done. You have to break out of it. Right. So that was a very hard step for me to do. Right. Because two weeks after I scheduled a meeting with everybody in the company. Yeah. Like, and for me, it was like, oh, and I know that may, maybe it's a, a little bit, I don't know how people w- will take it because they see me here now on the podcast. I'm sitting and I'm mm-hmm. talking and everything. But that was not the story. <laughs> then, yeah. Right? 10 years ago, 20 years ago. I don't know. <laughs> There is no chance. If you ask me then that today I will be making videos and writing books and being here with you on the podcast, like there's no way. There is no way. It was somewhere an idea because I knew that I'm passionate about sharing things, but there's no way that I'm going to do that. So that realization that Idan, you you have to get out. Yeah. Like I need to get out of my own truck, (laughs) right? Yeah. So... That was a very hard process for me, very uncomfortable. Um, but I just pushed myself. I really, I mean, my first, I think my first 20 meetings, like I'm sitting there in front of the team and I felt so uncomfortable. Yeah. And I know that they felt that I'm feeling so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. It was weird for me. And But, you know, this was and what I did to get myself right. So I started reading book about how to communicate. Right. Mm. And how do I share a message? And uh, I used to sit there with how do I want to structure the meeting that I want to have? Right? So I took these small steps yeah. to kind of push myself out. So it's that made it a little bit easier because I kind of chunk it into small pieces. Yeah. But that was for me a real moment of getting out. And suddenly when I'm sitting and I'm communicating the ideas or the vision in front of, you know, 20, 30 people at one point, 150 mm. people. First of all, the feeling of, you know, when you go through a growth, when you overcome yeah. a feeling, the level of fulfillment that you get is like, wow, okay. Mm. It's, I need to make that part of my life. Totally. Right? So keep, I'm stretching myself now become a part of what I just do. Mm-hmm. So whenever I see that something is scary, I'm like, okay, I need to go do it. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Awesome. So, well, hey, Don. This has been awesome. You got so much value nuggets here for us. You've been a successful CEO for over 17 years. Do you have any closing pieces of advice and wisdom on how business owners can grow their business successfully, care for the customers, and ultimately develop themselves in a really meaningful way? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one thing that I will say. I mean, I'm all about working hard, but work hard on yourself first. If you are you're stuck, it's not because of the business, it's not because of the market, it's not because of anything outside of you. Yeah. If you want your business to evolve, you have to evolve. That's my biggest thing. I love it. Awesome. Don, where can people find out more about you? Find out more about the get out of the truck. Uh, yeah, I think the easiest, the best place to go is go to getoutofthetruck.life. On that website, we have all the ebooks, we have the free tools, we have a lot of videos, a lot of fun stuff, and we keep heading and building. Um, so, yeah, that's the place. Awesome. I love it. Well, Don, thank you so much for being so generous with your time and all your wisdom. I appreciate you, and so does everybody listening. Absolutely. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Awesome. For everybody listening, wherever you might be listening at, if you're on YouTube, definitely hit that like button. Give that subscribe button a little pound so you can continue to get more of this awesome content from Scorpion. Ring that bell so you'll be sure to get notifications in your inbox. And if you're listening to us on any podcasting app, iTunes, wherever it might be, drop a review down. Let us know how you're feeling about the podcast so we can continue to get it in front of even more business owners that need to hear what people like Idan have to say. From all of us here at The Sharpest Tool and all of Scorpion, we'll talk to you soon. 